Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well and that your week is going well here. Today's podcast, I want to look back on 2020 and look through how the year has been for myself. I published this article on March 7th, 2020. And it was, of course, right before the pandemic really ramped up and changed all of our lives oh so quickly. And in this article, which I titled 2020, I laid out what my goals were for the year. And I divided those goals into eight different categories, which I thought was, when looking back on it, really good. And when I look at it now, It's really nice to see how I group these things together and the way that I had been iterating on them and and the way that I was able to make sense of them and how I'm able to look at them now at the end of 2020 to really understand this. So the eight categories that I gave were love, work, health, happiness, family, momentum, novelty, and money. And I'm going to go through what I put here one by one. And in putting it one by one, I want to sort of break down what I listed as my goals and lay out whether or not I I did it effectively. And to then perhaps reflect a bit on the overall process of it and making sense of it for myself. So I'll start with love. My first goal was to meet a special someone who will remain nameless in person. And I did that two times, actually, which has been really nice. And I'm hoping that you'll get to meet her very soon. Go 30 days without masturbation and reflect on how it affects me. I did do that. In fact, I did that for five months. (laughs) And... That was quite a process. It was really eye-opening, really moving. It changed the way that my mind was operating and how I was operating overall as a person, which, to be honest, I didn't know that I could get to that place. And during that time, I was definitely heavily committed. My mind was in a really clear place. And I was very focused and I had a lot of drive. And in fact, my work was getting more productive and was increasing in productivity. I was working out consistently and with great rigor and I was getting better. My running was getting better. And things were seeming to click together much better than they normally would. And that in itself was really eye-opening for me. And it's something which I've had to think about a lot and it's changed the way that I view that aspect of my life. And it's pretty interesting because once again, it's not something a lot of people talk about, not something a lot of guys are willing to talk about. Even women don't really talk about it that much in the open space. And guys certainly don't talk about it with women either. So yeah, I thought that that part of my goals was number one at the time really odd for me to list out because I I didn't think that I really wanted to go there. 
but going there really was meaningful for me and I'm happy that I did go there and that I can go there here in this conversation. Next, continue becoming conscious of my desires and gain greater control over stopping myself from letting my desires take me too far. So I think I've gotten better at this this year. I've not yet mastered it. In fact, it's still a significant challenge. But nevertheless, I've gotten better at it. And I feel that through different things that I've learned, like going more time without masturbating and making a choice on a more consistent and daily basis, giving myself reminders of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, what the point is, that's really helped me in a lot of ways and it's helped me to be more conscious of what I'm doing what I really want and the decisions that I'm making but then again making mistakes in this realm allows me to learn even more and to further solidify that person who I want to be next better understand the line between intimacy and romance so this goes with the previous point to a degree and also with the relationship that I've been developing and and that I have at, at the time. Working on that line and understanding what that line is and understanding how it differentiates with previous relationships I've had where that line is a bit gray. It's important to be able to establish that line. And I've learned how important that line is just for myself, to be honest, because when that line's not established you can easily find yourself on the side that you don't want to be on. And I think that providing that clarity for the self first, and then in the relationship, can be really, really positive. And that's something that I've definitely learned this year. Moving on to work. Still be working for MAP Sports slash Motivate Lab by the end of the year, which means getting contracts that keep us afloat and allow us to grow our work. And yeah, we have had a lot of success. I'm still working in the organization and it looks like 2021 is going to be even more bright. Next, continue learning R and begin using it to analyze our map data, which I did and I have done. And I do it all the time. In fact, I did it today. And I have gotten a lot better at R this year. I've basically learned R in this year, which has been crazy when I think back on it. Um, and I'm really happy with where I am, but also knowing, geez, I've got a lot more skills to build. Next, succeed in completing the Whitesboro Central School District Trusted Adult Initiative Project, which I had laid out for myself, and I did complete it. Unfortunately, COVID did not allow us to finish it as fully as we would have liked, but nevertheless, I was able to complete the project overall with the final report. Maintain my connection with the JMU Honors College. Yes, uh, I did so. Through factors outside of my own control, it's not as strong as I would like it to be. Yet, I've definitely come to terms with that. And with goals, sometimes you set things that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you push, you're not able to do too much about them. And this was one of them. Next Start learning Python and coding, which means learn a strong base foundation and understand how it works in concept and practice. I did not do that this year. So this is my first big failure of a goal that I've had. Um, but 2021 looks rife for the taking. 
Next, develop a project with researchers I'm connected with in Colombia and or Mexico. I have done that and we've started off with a really, really great pilot run in 2020, which we got in at the end of the year. So I'm super excited about that. Super, super excited about that. And I think it's it's going to be really positive. So I'm super happy that that is something that I did get done this year, even though when you look at it, it was probably one of the least likely ones. And then finally, publish a paper in an academic journal. I did not do that this year. However, I've started to develop drafts. Actually, did I do that in 2020? Yes, I did do that in 2020. My mistake. We were able to publish. Uh, I published a paper about honors education and mindsets in honors education and advising, uh, which was great. But the paper in sports, I was not able to publish yet. But we're on our way and we're working on a draft, which is very exciting for me as that data is stuff that I'm super excited to share and to talk about more. Learn how to automate most of the data analyses and reporting I do in my work. That is not something I've gotten to do yet just because of my lack of skill and also lack of time commitment to be able to dig in and to try to figure that out. I do think it's possible and I do think that I have a decent amount of the skills to do it, yet it's going to take some time and further diligence and practice to get there. Next category, health. Uh, maintain a consistent diet with a high volume of vegetables and no added sugars. I have done that. That's been awesome. I've really benefited from having a better diet this year. Next, sleep an average of seven and a half hours per night. I did do that, definitely. Uh, definitely. I've definitely prioritized sleep this past year. And that's been really positive for my recovery and my, my physical development. Next, consistently go to bed and wake up around the same time, plus or minus half an hour. On probably 320, 330 plus nights of the year, I was spot on. But there were definitely those other nights that I gave in on where, you know, I had late nights and spent time with friends or uh, was on FaceTime or, or the like. Something happened with family whatever the emergency was. Um, so yeah, I definitely had a lot of... The, the great, great majority of my nights were going to bed and waking up around the same time. Next thing, do two 48-hour fasts. Yes, I did do two 48-hour fasts when I look back on it, which was really good. I did one, I think, in January and one in, I think, April or May, something like that. And doing that was really positive. I haven't done a long fast in... I haven't done a, a prolonged fast like that in a long time, but I'd like to go back and to, to try it again. Next, end every shower with cold water when possible. Yes, I have done that. I literally haven't taken a hot shower since like... March. <laughs> which is crazy when I look back on it. It's been all cold showers all year. And that's been really great. Um... It's refreshing, it wakes me up, it keeps me alert. And also even when I do it at night, it cools me down and it allows me to fall asleep pretty effectively. So yeah, it's quite crazy. It's not something you would expect, but doing that has definitely had, for me at least, a, a visible impact. Continue my routine of stretching after every workout. Yeah, I've, I've done that. So whenever I run, whenever I do a strength or conditioning workout, I would stretch. I always stretch. And then do a strength workout two times per week. 
except for five weeks of the year, run two or more times per week, except for five weeks of the year. I definitely did that. I definitely did that 100%. And that's awesome. That is really, really exciting for me, to be honest, to look back and be like, oh, that was a big goal. Like that's a big goal to set for myself. And I remember how hard I thought it would be at the time to really commit to that. But I've definitely gotten that in and I'm really happy that I did because I, I feel really great because of it. And I think that I could feel greater if I did more. Next, do a nine-mile run. I did do that. Uh, I did it twice. So I ran one nine-mile run, and then I ran a, a half marathon. And that was great. Next, run four miles in under 30 minutes. I did do that. In fact, I ran I ran four miles in, thir- in 28 minutes. I broke that too. So I've been hitting the mark, which is awesome. Run six miles in under 45 minutes. I think that I did that too. I'm pretty sure that I hit that mark. I'm, I, I may have come close or I may not have. I'm not very, very clear on that one. The likelihood is that I did not do that because I didn't do many six-mile runs this year. But 2021, once again, here for the take. Moving on to happiness. Conduct two psychological well-being check-ins. I did not. I only did one at the beginning of the year in January. And I would like to do that again. I feel like I I really need that and I would like to get into it and it would help me get more clarity on where my head is. Next, meditate two times per week except for five weeks of the year. So for most of the year, I did not meditate on a daily basis and I was not getting to that. But toward the end of the year, I really have gotten into meditation and building a consistent habit of it. So for the last two plus months, probably three months now, I've been meditating on a daily basis and it's been really solid. I've missed a few days at the end of last year and beginning of this year just because of some travel and different things which have been going on. But yeah, it's been really, really positive. I've really enjoyed meditation and It really, I think, adds something to my life, which I would not have anticipated otherwise. But of course, it's something that I've been practicing and playing with for multiple years now. And with that familiarity, I think, comes a certain ease of getting into it and getting the effects. Next, continue my trend of building meaningful relationships while cutting friendships that are not. I think that I certainly have done that again this year and continue to do so you can never get to a perfect balance of meaningful friendships and cutting all the bad ones if if you want to put it that bluntly but yeah I definitely have been building more meaningful relationships I have some friendships with guys and girls that I find to be tremendously tremendously important for me that are so moving, that are so deep and meaningful, you know, that drive me to, you know, almost tears of being touched by how deep that friendship is. So next, read 12 books. I did do that. I've read a lot of books this year. And I've really enjoyed reading more. And I want to do more of that this year. So this will probably be a repeated goal for 2021, if not reading more books. So we'll see. Next, reach a conversational level in Portuguese. I have done that, which is pretty awesome. 
But the second part of the goal I have not, which is then reach a conversational level in French. I did not do that, unfortunately. And when I look at the next goal, it's something that I laugh at. And it is travel to three new countries or places. For example, states, cities. When I look at this, it's kind of like, well, there really wasn't much opportunity to do that this year. <laughs> and you've got to accept that. Um, I think I did hit two with where I am now, which is a mystery location. And also going on a, a huge, long hike up in Lake Placid, which I'd never been to before. So I think that, you know, two out of three, given the pandemic, not too shabby. Record 120 podcast episodes. I think it got close. I think it got really close. I'm not 100% sure how close I got, but I'm pretty damn sure I got close because I did it every three days consistently. In fact, I probably think that I did more. I think that I beat that for sure because I was consistently every three days. Boom, 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 boom. I was hitting them. So my guess is yes, that I did hit that. Next, write 10 blog posts. I did not do that. I think I only got three in this year. Three or four. Yeah, I, only, I think I only got three or four in this year. I'm going to try to write more this year. I think that that is clearly very weak language. I would like to write more. I enjoy writing. I enjoy the time spent writing. Yet there is a certain block when it comes to that, which is challenging uh, to hit, to really, really make it happen. Um, but I do want to do more in 2021, and I completely see the value of writing because it really helps my thinking and it helps give me great clarity as I can write, come back to it, continue to build on my ideas and such. Next, continue improving my relationship with my feelings and sensations by making it more observational and less judgmental. This is a really tough goal. And I probably knew going into that 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 was going to be a big challenge. That that was going to be really hard to do, to pull off. I think that I'm making marginal progress. I'm making small steps forward. I do find myself still judging myself for various things where I can be self-critical. And I think in doing so, and being able to reflect on it, like in this moment and in various others. I feel that there's a lot of value and a lot of progress to be made there. Where I can really start to use meditation and other forms of reflection more. In order to really get a grasp on myself, my emotions, my feelings. And to develop a an even better relationship with myself because I would say that I did I do have an exceptional relationship with myself right now yet I think that it could become even better and even more optimized if I were to spend some more time digging in and to really work on becoming more observational of my feelings and sensations rather than jumping to self-judgment in some circumstances like I said those are rare but it definitely still does happen. And lastly, 
meet four, friend, meet four friends who live abroad in person. Unfortunately, well, yeah, let's, let's go with yes, that I did do this. Let's go with that. Let's go with yes. Yes, I did. Boom. Done. I did that. Next category is family. Talk to my brother two to three times per week. I did that for most of the year, I think. You know, being at home for a lot more time, I was able to spend a lot more time with him and spend quality time with him. Unfortunately, it's been a struggle and a big challenge, and it hasn't been really easy. But I think it's been meaningful, and I hope that it's meaningful as time goes on. Talk to my dad on the phone once per week. Once again, given the pandemic, I spent a lot more time at home. In fact, months and months more time. And this ties into the next one I wrote. Talk to my mom on the phone two times per week. Yeah, when I was, when I was at home, it was, it was seeing those people every day. Having dinner with those people. Talking to those people. Seeing them before bed. Seeing them in the morning. Saying goodbye to them as they walk out the door. Or saying hello as they come in. And I think that that was really positive, And that's going to set up a lot for the future as life takes shape. Have two visits with my grandma each time that I'm home. And call her once a month in the months that I do not see her in person. Yeah, so this has been tricky, of course, given the pandemic and such. The one thing that I did do for her, which I think is a decent substitute, was that I, when I was home, would do shopping for her and I would go out to, to Aldi to buy her her groceries and, and bring them to her so that she didn't have to go out given her condition and also just her, her recent physical struggles. Next, challenge the people I love to think differently and confront truth while allowing them to do the same to me. I think that I was able to challenge people in this way uh, and I think that I've become fairly skilled in this. Yeah, the thing that I do miss is allowing them to do the same to me. I do my best to allow people to do it. Yet I think that this point of struggle is people's lack of desire or, or lack of time, inability to really do that to me. And I think that people do it in a number of ways. Yet it's not in this deep, soul-searching, soul-hitting way, uh, which would really be revelatory for me um but yeah nevertheless i do think that i am challenged in a positive way which i need i think all of us need to a degree accept and love my family members for their flaws and all that they are because i do this to myself i think that i have done this and uh, I've, I've gotten a little better with my brother a lot better with my parents and better with other members of my family and not as better with certain others. This is a tough point. I think as you'd imagine, as I read it out, it's, it's really not the easiest. But I think it's a really meaningful point. It's an important thing to continue to keep in mind, probably on a yearly basis, to love the people who are around you. Love your family. And learn to work with their flaws and learn to embrace all that they are. Next is momentum. One was connect with Carol Riff. I sent her an email. Never heard back. Sad face. 
Next, stay in touch with researchers I am currently connected with in Mexico, Colombia, and Europe. I did with some, not all of them. I would like to reach out to all of them and say, hey, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you've gotten through the pandemic and such. And I think that I should devote some clear time to doing that, perhaps one vacation day or something like that. Um, yeah, I think that that would be really wise to do. And that's something which, looking back, I wish that I did more of this past year. And it's like, you did all this stuff, dude, relax. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather be able to do more, you know. Next, connect with more researchers and meet them in person to learn from them and to open doors if the opportunity is available. Well, as you can see, the opportunity was not available. So, we must do our best. And for me, that was being able to connect with people on Zoom and also to, yeah, continue building projects on email, especially that one in, in Colombia that's been really awesome for, for me to work on. And I'm super excited to see where it goes. Next, continue building relationships with researchers in the Netherlands whose work inspires and resonates with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Not as much with one of them, but yeah, I've, I've continued to build those relationships, which is really exciting. Identify places where I would like to do a PhD in the US and Europe and connect with the researchers in those programs. I've identified some places, not all of them, and I have not connected with the researchers because I've had a bit of a, a mental revelation and mental shift as I've gone through all this stuff, which I think has been really positive because it's really helped me to gain a lot more clarity of what it is that I actually want to do. And I think that not having done exactly this goal has really helped me to open my eyes up and to see things in a way that I wasn't seeing them before, which I think in the long run will help me get to a much better place. And this ties into my next one, which is connect with more movers in the space I'm in to learn from them and how they've gotten to where they are. I've done this a little bit, but it's certainly not as much as I would like to, but that's okay because I'm in this, excuse me, this position of growth in this position of learning. And then lastly, make five YouTube videos, vlog style podcast video essay. I've not done that. And that's okay because you can't you can't do everything especially when you set tens of goals here like i've done um but i would like to i still have a certain interest in the youtube space and i'd be interested to see how my material works there novelty do three things that you would typically never do yeah yeah i think i did that for sure i went on a massive hike of the tallest mountain in new york state flew to another country in the middle of this cr crazy stuff um <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot there's a lot that i did that i would never do or i told myself i would never do so yeah i definitely think it was more than three make a new dish that i've never made before three times that's a tough one i may have done that like twice once or twice I don't think I hit the three mark, though, and that's unfortunate. Watch a movie in a language that I do not know. I did watch a movie in Portuguese when I did not know it at the beginning of the year, I think. So that's good. And then, listen to five songs in five different languages. I... let me think. I've listened to a song in English, Spanish, French, German... In Portuguese. So I did hit that mark. I would like to listen to songs in languages that are not mine. I also listened to a song in Hindi because my friend sent it to me. So that's fun. 
Lastly, money. Continue my good financial habits. Very, very vague. Uh, but yes, <laughs> maintain my emergency fund. Yes, I did. I did into it at one time to help on one of my other goals, but then I built it back up, which is good. Start investing $100 per month into a target date fund starting in March. I did not start investing because I was focusing more on my loans, which was good. Save for travel by adding more money to my savings. I did save for travel. I just didn't put it in my savings, and then I used it to end up where I am now. Pay $4,000 off the principal of my loans on top of the monthly payments I make by the end of 2020. When I look at this, I look at that number, and then I realize that I tripled that. <laughs> so I'm really happy with how this year's been with that. Um, next, go out to eat less than 12 times outside of travel. I did do that, and that's pretty crazy. When I look at my spreadsheet right in front of me right now, I literally went out to eat like six times. <laughs> it's crazy. Six times outside of travel. That's awesome. Next, spend about $200 on books. I spent $0 on books this year, I think, because people gave me the books that I bought. Uh, or people bought me the books that I've received and have been reading. Or I've just had them previously. Uh, so that's good. Buy two lapel microphones for my podcast. I did not do that. All of my episodes have been recorded on my phone, as I'm doing right now. Lastly, buy a nice enough camera to record video for YouTube. And as we end this on my last money note, I did not do that either. Look at that. I went through all my goals. Mostly successes, mostly wins. But then I get to the last two and they're both failures. How nice. It's a really, really nice way to humble myself. To realize that 2020 was great and I was able to make a lot happen for myself despite the circumstances, despite the challenges that were in the way. Yet, there were still failures. There were still things I wasn't able to do. There were still things that I didn't get to. And that's all right. I'm going to do more. There's a lot more to do. And nevertheless, it's all exciting. And I hope that you hearing me be able to read the goals that I had in 2020 and be able to make sense of them all can be really positive for you and that it can mean something to you. And that perhaps can inspire you to think through your goals in 2021, to chart them out in a meaningful way and to hold yourself accountable to them. So thanks so much for tuning in. This was super long, very, very long, but there was a lot to discuss. So I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that it was fun for you to hear me reflect on this. And next episode will be fun. I'm really, really excited for you to hear it. As always, much, much love. And please take care. Cheers.